Yo, what's poppin'? It's your man, Dean Edwards. Welcome to another episode of the Father Market Protocol. Got my man, Joe Vesey, on the boards, chilling right there. What's up, Joe? How you feeling? Yeah. <laughs> Got my man, Big Mike, on the sounds. There you go. And special guest, very close friend of mine, man. One of one of my uh, oldest friends in this comedy thing, man. The, the, the... Incomparable, because I just wanted to use a word with four syllables. Incomparable. Um, my man Mark Feeball in the building. Thank you. Thank you. Marky, Marky, Thank you. How's everybody doing? What's up, Mark? How you feel, sir? Yeah, so fine. Don't you agree? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just real quick, Mark is is uh, wearing a, um, a Stetson indoors for some odd reason. I was going to bring like that up. That's, yes, that's I a am. great hat, though. It's I a am. dope hat. I didn't, I didn't do my hair. So I've never seen basically... someone riding a bicycle in a crunch gym with that hat on. Yeah, I know. I thought it was, it was stylish. <laughs> that's most I was riding with this hat on. <laughs> he is sweating with class. He is. People were coming out of the, uh, what is the class? The spin the class. class. And they saw me with my Stetson on. They were like, what is this arrogant? I just looked at him like, eh, I, got I can do it with style. Look at you. You're sweating, but I'm not. I know, so <laughs> Screw you. Dude, it's clean, though. That's right, baby. Well, your hat is clean. The rest That's of about it. But you're in I'm, sweats. I'm in sweats, yeah, so, you this, know. This dude is dressed like Cliff Huxtable on a Sunday afternoon with a Stetson on his That's head. That's right, baby. That's the way I get down. But he's clean. Mark and I did, I'm not, I'm no Mark. You know, when did you start, Mark? Uh, I started well. I I started and stopped, so I can't. Yeah, so don't talk. Hold up. Anytime comics always people always talk about when they start and stop, but I'm like, if you stop, then Um, erase all that time. Yeah, no, because I really didn't do it for long. Right, right. I actually started late. You said you started in what? Stop. Ninety. Yeah, I started. I started like ninety two. I didn't graduate yet from right. You you were going to Hampton HU. uh, So the other HU. When I graduated, my parents, my mother was like, "I ain't spending all this money for you to be doing comedy." So I kind of felt pressured to not continue. Right. So I started at the Uptown Comedy Club, and then I I did it for like a year, and in that year, I auditioned for Snaps and all these. Oh, remember Snaps? I just. I, Explain so, to them what Snaps was. A lot of people uh, yeah, might don't not know. Okay, Snaps no. was a was a, at the Uptown Comedy Club. You, it was the as a new comic. First of all, you had to pass the club, which meant yeah. you had to get on stage in the New Jack segment and in that three New minutes Jack set, and do three minutes. Three minutes. And in that three minutes, not only would the crowd heckle you, but the comics would heckle you. <laughs> it was the roughest three yeah, minutes, but man. I survived my first three because I was prepared. I went in there and I scouted it. Right. And I was like, I'm coming in with my snaps. So I was the first comic that hit me. I snapped on him. And from then on, the rest of the comics were like, give that dude respect because he's funny. Right, right, right. And I, I, I did material the rest of the time. But it was, it was just a great, I, I was naive in the fact that in the eight months that I did it, I had auditions for TV shows. I just thought that's how comedy was. I was like, you oh. just start and then you get auditions. That's right. how it is. And that's how I met the first one of the first comics I met was Tracy Morgan. So I was Which like, is funny uh, because Tracy, Tracy has a similar, like, Tracy, a lot of people don't realize. Tracy is, first of all, Tracy's been on TV since a he long time. Like, Tracy the first, started. The first time yeah. I met him at the Uptown, this is what he told me. He said, Mark, we did a set. He thought it was funny. He said, yo, Mark, wait till we see me on uh, HBO. I was like, HBO? Yeah. He said, wait till I get my special. I was like, dude, we just starting. We're new Jack. Talk about, talking about, about breathing into existence. Yeah, but that's what, that was his yeah, attitude man. back then. And he had he still got that same attitude dude, right now. Well, so because, he, uh, so not, not, to, not to cut you off, but people, because uh, a lot of people don't realize, because they, they obviously... Tracy um, and a lot of um, quote unquote urban or black comics pop around the way first and get their black love before they get mainstream love. And so Tracy, right. 
um, Tracy got cast on Uptown Comedy Club as a cast member. Four months into comedy. Four months into comedy. And then from there, he got Def Comedy Jam. He and, he and Martin Lawrence, like, he loved Martin Lawrence. He even shouted Martin Lawrence out on the show. And then Martin uh, hooked him up um, as Hustle Man right. on on his show on his sitcom. So then from so that that was ninety two ninety three when he first started, and then he got SNL on I think ninety five ninety six, right? And, and did that's, that for seven years. But, but that's you didn't, how I you, thought that was my idea of what comedy. Right, was. right. So that's what I I'm saying. Thought, that's, I thought that's it was ironic. easy. I thought yeah. you right. start in four months in, you get on TV because right. that's what Tracy did. But that, right. that kind of thinking almost helps you because you're not. Yeah, you're almost you're, you're very naive in terms. Right. Of, I was very naive and confident. Naive. That, that and probably confident. helps your confidence. And con- well, Tracy was supremely confident. It was just right. I've never that seen probably helps because you didn't visualize it anywhere else. Yeah. Right, right, but right. But I, I quit. Breathe it into existence. I ended up quitting because my. Uh, oh, you, you, your mic just went flaccid. Viagra, <laughs> some Viagra for the microphone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I. Uh, I ended up quitting because I just felt you know my my parents were like I was just like you felt you felt the pressure. How much money can I make? So I said hey. I get a job, and I did. Now, were you making, I mean, a couple of months, you were doing it how many months at that point? Well, like, I wasn't even making no money. So, no, so that's what I was saying. So that, I that probably money. made it I was just easier doing for it you for, to walk away. I was just doing it for the love, so it was right. easy for me to walk away from it. Dig it, dig it. Uh, and I uh, I started working as a sales rep, uh-huh. and, uh, and that's what I started doing. But it was weird. When I quit, I could not go by a comedy club because everybody knew me. Oh, Because they would be like, where you been? Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go by a comedy club. And then I'd watch TV and I'm seeing Tracy on TV. I'm right. like, this is the dude I started off with. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. I saw him on Martin. And then when he, in 90, when I saw him get sat at live, right. it was that, a combination of that and just me wanting to be a comic made me go, I got to get back into it. Because I remember, I think I met, I met you, there was a, there was a room... And for for those that uh, don't know, uh, a room is a is is some is a place that does comedy on an off night or just any exactly. night. So it like could be any so night. like yeah, you have like the act. You have a you have a clubs. Uh, a clubs would be like at Caroline's on Broadway or Gotham Comedy Set Club. Or no, but then you have A and then B rooms. So like Gotham and, and Caroline's and are A rooms. The Laugh Factory is A room. But then you have like B rooms. Like a say like a New York comedy club that okay. might be a little easier to get into right, for right, for right. newer comics, um, but then you have just rooms where where it's a, a it's a it's a bar uh, that that is you know kind of dark on a Tuesday night and a comic goes to the um, bar owner or the nightclub owner and says, "Hey man, I know some comedians that have been on TV." If you give me this budget um, for 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 Tuesday, night, you don't. I've been here a couple of Tuesdays in a row. You're not getting a lot of people coming in. I can guarantee you that we'll get this place packed. Um, give me this budget, and you'll make a gang of loot on the drinks, and and we'll make a gang of loot on the door. And so for for I'm just informing those that don't realize that's how a lot of uh, black comics specifically um, get their start in in. Uh, in rooms, and it's more generous for stage time. It's more generous comics. for stage Absolutely. time. Uh, 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 comics uh, of a certain ethnicity, be it black, Latino, or just off the beaten path, that um, that aren't going to get as many opportunities in the mainstream rooms. They're gonna they're gonna say, you know what? 
why why should I go hang out in this club that has a quote unquote uh, an unwritten quota of black comics when I can go to two steps down or the Palm Court? You know these are these are spots that back in the days we used to go to. Yeah, and uh, that were just around the way. You know, yeah. and and sometimes you would get paid. So like when you first start now, you're not getting you're not getting paid. You know, yeah. you're you're going just to get stage time, and then if they book a headliner. Um, eventually, if they see you work your way up the ranks, then they then they give you burn. So go ahead, proceed. That was it. Oh well, so you <laughs> start I got back in. I yeah, so you started ninety six. That's what I, I met. Yeah, we we met. You were we one met. of the first people I met when I came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I was it like, was right. it was a spot in Long Island. Uh, uh, CW Post. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. CW Post. Yeah, we did we did a school together. School together. I forgot the guy name of the guy. Harry, one of my teammates. Harry Bonsu. Oh wow, Harry Bonsu. Yeah, yeah. Was the promoter. Oh wow. And me and you was on the show and somebody else, maybe Freddie Ricks or something. Yeah, I think Ricks was on there. It was a college show. It was a college. And I. And what's funny is because at that point everybody knew each other, and and we had I had just done Def Jam the year before, so I remember I had never I was like who's that? I knew everybody, <laughs> and so it was weird to me that I was like, well, who this yellow dude that's on the show? Where's he from? But then, I, yeah. but comics are fun. Comics, um, there's a competitive there's a competitive edge we all have, but it's always. Uh, buffed. You always earn someone's respect by what you do on stage. You know what I mean? Like right. if 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 he came on stage and he was whack, I'd be like, who this dude? You know what I mean? <laughs> but he was funny, so I was like, oh, who's this dude? You know, I was like, oh, who's this dude? Uh, you know, meet this dude. Hang out. Well, good set. You know. And uh, from there, we just um we started seeing. You were down with uh, Donnell and them, Secret Society, right? Right, right. We yeah, because because then they uh they Donnell Rawlins, Ashley Larry, um shout out to Donnell. And uh, our boy Rich Pierre Louis, um, Jimmy uh, Martinez, Jimmy Martinez, Red Grant, Red Grant, Jason Andors, Jason Andors, uh, Mike Epps for two two weeks. Yeah, yeah, uh, Epps was there. They had a they had a sketch group called uh, called the Secret <laughs> Society. You know, um, we Secret Society. Yeah, we, we we broke up before we even got. <laughs> Unbelievable. We were, we were ready to get signed by APA, go to LA for yeah. a showcase, and we broke up really? yeah, before we. Yeah, it was wow. crazy. Yeah. It was insane. You guys wouldn't stick together just for that? No. It was just, it was just, who was being difficult? Actually, Rich was being difficult. Was he? Yes. <laughs> I can tell Rich that as I go to LA to Shout see out to him. Rich. In, yeah, because aren't, aren't, hold up, aren't you staying at Rich's crib next week? Okay. Sunday. So, right. uh, but Rich and, uh, what's the girl's name? Yeah, Dawn. Dawn. Dawn, Dawn. Formy, who was, Dawn I would was say, funny. out of everybody. Me, right? No, 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 no. no. This Dawn is years before Dawn. Oh, it's a different Dawn. Yeah. It's another Dawn. This girl was so talented. Yeah, she was funny. See, I, I, she was I an would actress. say I, she was a straight actress. Yeah. I would say she was the most talented. I, I think out of all of us in terms of what, what we were doing in sketches, and it was just everybody was hot for her. Yeah, and she just yeah, was she like, was no, yeah. I don't want to do this. I don't. And we ended up breaking up before we even started. Yeah. Plus, Jimmy went to jail, and we had that whole damn thing. Yeah, I remember I hit Jimmy out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy and I, we did a jail. we did a gig, and he was like, "Yo, son, can I?" Uh, I was staying in Best Eye on Hancock before I moved to Green. He was like, "Yo, son, can I um, stage your crib?" And you know, you young and dumb. I'm like, "Well, because you knew Jimmy had some heat on him." I was like, "All right." And oh, now, this is when he was on the run. Uh, I think on I the run for what? For, uh, okay, for, well, he had a whole he had this whole date rape. Scenario thing going. You know. 
Well, you you were arrested for a date rape scenario. So he got he basically got arrested. Should be his lawyer. Yeah. Well, this is this is what happened. Like the Secret Society, we were doing a Toyota Comedy Festival at the time with with uh, with Dave Chappelle. Actually, we were doing it with Dave Chappelle. So it was the Secret Society and Dave Chappelle, uh, and we he got arrested while we were rehearsing for a date rape charge. So what Jimmy did, and Jimmy, if you know Jimmy Martinez, Jimmy is about six foot five. Jimmy's a big dude. Two fifty. Yeah, Jimmy, the two fifty is, is putting it. And put lightly. it lightly. Yeah, he, that dude's big. But he talks like he's some Yo, kind of son, guy. Like, yo, dude. listen, he said, you know who he talks like? He talks like a wrestler, like woo, like all that. Like, anybody could talk like he's very white. Yes, yes, very. So what he did was he just walked out of the police station and just said, and past the front desk and said. Gentlemen, I'll see you later. And just walked out. And everybody, because of the way he talked <laughs> and carried himself, they didn't think he was a prisoner. He just walked right out. And oh, wait, so he wasn't in handcuffs? Uh, he was in jail. He, 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 he quoted us on the phone. He said, I MacGyvered my way out of the, the cell and just walked right out. <laughs> he literally did that. So right. he walked out. But That's the guy funny. that he walked that out That is on, like an Axel Foley moment. Oh, yeah, That's it was. Funny. It really was. So he was on the run. And the guy that he left was actually about to retire, so he would have messed up his pension. So he went rogue, the cop that did it, and uh, just said, I'm going to find him on my own. And he looked up all of us. this a movie script? Came into Donnell's house with what guns out. is this? Is Chris Tucker's next movie? He, he did. I, this is literally true. You can ask Jimmy Chris when you Tucker have Chris Tucker and Nick show. Nolte's coming back. Yeah. Okay. He went rogue. So, yeah, he's so going they, uh, rogue. They came to Donnell and Mike, uh, Brooklyn Mike's house. Right, right. also right. in our group, as so also Brooklyn Mike. Because that was the comic. That's where the comics live, yeah. They had the guns out, and uh, they was like, where's Jimmy Martinez? He's like, we, 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 like, what are you talking about? He's like, where's Jimmy? He broke out of jail. Well, let me ask you this question. He's in, so he wasn't, he was in a, a cell. I'm a holding cell. He was in a holding, holding cell. cell, not in handcuffs, and he was able to talk his way kind of. No, he unlatched the cell. I don't know how he said he did it with shoelaces. That's what he told us. This guy's unbelievable. He is unbelievable. He, and, career. And he walked right out the front door. Because so he was able to carry himself in a way, in a way that they would not notice it. They That's fucking he, impressive. They he, very impressive. That should be a credit when exactly. you get brought up to right. He should get a credit. Right. He should get a credit for God, that. This, this next broke guy, out he, broke out of, uh, he broke out of Brooklyn downtown. <laughs> yeah, he did. So he, he broke out. But I really then, want to meet him. But what happened was, because he was on the run, he was on the run for like two weeks prior to the Toyota Comedy Festival, the cops literally staked out. They, first of all, they came to all of our houses, 5 o'clock in the morning, looking for Jimmy. So they came to my house, 5 a.m., in the morning, everybody in the group, Sherry Davy was also Sherry in the group. Sherry Davy, yeah. Dude. So they came to Sherry's house, they came to Donnell's house, they came to my house, they came to Rich Pierre's house. Uh, they staked out our rehearsals every day. So every time we came out of rehearsals, cop cars would be sitting there and we'd wave to them. Uh, we used to talk to each other on the phone and be like, the mockingbird has landed. <laughs> <laughs> Just to mess with the cops. We'd be like, the mockingbird has landed. We were having a great time with it. And, uh, and that's and, why they never came because I wasn't in your I wasn't in the secret society. Right, so you didn't. So 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 where was Jimmy? So Jimmy was not around. Jimmy was time. on the run. We don't know where he was, but he ended up getting caught in Baltimore doing a show yeah. for correction officers. We was like, uh, why would you do a show when you're on the run, Jimmy? He was like, but they were paying. I was like. <laughs> And that's what it was because we would. So I know funny. he was doing shows because I think we did. He was still doing we shows. did. Some, we just did a spot somewhere, probably out in Brooklyn. And then he was riding with me. He was like, "Yo, yo, son, can I stay at your so, crib?" So I was like, "Yeah, you know, whatever." So did the cops kind of? They understood that you guys were kind of comics, and this was like no, not like well, some criminal the funny, this like is the, no, this is the enterprise. Funny part. When they interviewed me at my house at six a.m. in the morning. They sat me down, and I'm, I'm living with my parents. They sat me down and they said, "Exactly, <laughs> where is Jimmy Martin?" I said, "I don't know." He said. They said, okay, what is this whole secret society about? Because it was a rape case. I said, what do you mean? He said, 
what is this secret society? Oh, I was the like, name of the crew. I said, it's a sketch group. He said, sure it is. So, ah, like, ah. so then he started naming all these aliases. He was like, who's Jack Turbo? I was like, Jack Turbo is a character that Jimmy Martinez does. So every character we did in the sketch group. Sounds like a rapist. Were right. aliases for Jimmy Martinez. Right. And we were just laughing. That uh, sounds was, I wonder if those cops ever like saw like, and they see like Donnell and shit. But wait a second. They that were telling the, the truth. Right. They probably know. They probably know now. But I mean, well, it was, and, and it was, it was funny. funny because Jimmy um, is doing well. Jimmy just shot this uh, Scorsese Oh, yeah. Um, this is a Scorsese pick. film and uh, yeah, so he's, he's do, Yeah, so he's, he's, he's doing all right. Jimmy's Wait, what is trail. big Jimmy Martin? He's a big dude. I, you know, because I worked on the... He worked uh, on Rock's so I was, uh, movie. So was he, I wonder if he played the DJ. I think he played a DJ. Because you know what? Because sure. Franz Casas said, hey, did you see my boy Jimmy Martinez? I don't know Jimmy. Yeah, so I didn't really recognize big. that name. Really yeah, I think he was like the a DJ baby probably. He was in, the movie in uh, that, Cedric yeah. the Entertainer scene. I think yeah. that was oh, that was strips, his, Yeah, yeah so that was the whole secret society. So did he do time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was for another something else. Yeah. Well, when y'all have Jimmy on, you could talk to Jimmy about yeah, it. Yeah, that's oh, all. Yeah, well, you went. You, you, I know. You opened the whole, kid. I was like, like, oh, you well, had to this, say. Is this, is this known information for yeah, the most part? Yeah, 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 it is. This is not like some secret. No, 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 no it's not secret society. Up. The secret society that I just bring up because Is this podcast going to get flagged by the. Yeah, uh, I know. Not right, right. Not at all. I don't know. Jimmy and Jimmy wouldn't. But after that, we did. We just I went back to doing stand up. Yeah. We sketched. I was doing stand up at the time, but we just. It was a good time. Yeah, man. I, them house was funny. Rest, yeah. I remember we, they used to do a Brooklyn Moon Cafe, uh, which is a spot um, in Clinton Hill. Actually, I remember one time doing y'all show and Erica Badu came through. Oh, uh, so I that was because I used to have a joke about Erica. Girl, it was so and, gorgeous. And, and um, so I'm I'm on stage and Rich was sitting in the audience and he was like nudging. He was like looking at me like, yo. And I was like, what, what are you doing? Because I'm on stage. He's like, yo. And he's he's sort of pointing with his head at this, this uh, young lady with, with uh, dreads on, dreads in her head. So he's like, yo. And I'm like, I look at her. I was like, damn, she is fine. And I'm like. I, but why said, are you pointing this out to me right yeah, now? Yeah, so I'm like, I said, Erica, is that you? You know, like really caught off guard. Yeah. And she just nodded. And so then I went into, I went into the bit because I, I think the bit was... Uh, Erica Badu, you know um, that whole on and on was about what was it? On and on was nothing but a, a, a weed anthem, you know. And she uh, she even told you, "Oh my my my, I'm feeling high." Um, but she ran out of money. My money's gone, and then all her friends left because she ain't had no weed left. I'm all alone. Uh, and then that was uh, a whole, I I forgot. You, yeah, I don't yeah, know anything about. I, I never listened to Erica Badu. Yeah, and then and then uh, then I said, "What?" Well, I know is she was gorgeous. Yeah, she was, Erica she was, was bad. She was a bad chick. Erica, she looks. She got, she's one of the few people I've seen in person. Who yeah, really looks better in person than well. she does on film. You don't remember Erica Badu? I mean, of course, I remember her, but I don't remember honestly really what she looks like. Oh, she's gorgeous though. She's. Put it this way, Erica Badu. If you if you're if you're a hot rapper and you need new fashion sense. Holla at Erica because Erica Badu, uh, you know, it seems like like everyone always says Erica Badu turned out Andre three thousand. Common and she is Common. fertile. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, Jay Electronica. Fertile. You know what I mean? Like like these are all dudes that that dated her, and I think their stock value and style went up because Common used to. I mean, Common Sense was a backpack rapper. He got what Erica started wearing macrame pants with knit hats and, yeah, and, and mm-hmm. burning incense. That's true. That Clothes true. made of hemp. hemp. Yeah, yeah. Erica, Erica, and word. still fine. Erica's still, <laughs> Erica's thick too. She got that 
Texas, Dallas, Texas. Oh my goodness. Used to work at um Steve uh Steve Harvey's comedy club back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I have just dumb information. That is so unnecessary. I own a really Steve Harvey suit, that. by huh? the way. I still own a Steve Harvey suit. Do you really? Suit. Absolutely. I Why? was into them. Steve Harvey doesn't own any well, Steve I Harvey was, suits anymore. I don't know. You know what? You can't tell it's a Steve Harvey suit, so I still wear it whenever I have I'm, to wear I'm a sure, suit. I'm sure if we well, saw you could it, tell, we could but tell. But I'm saying yeah. you could tell because the jacket length. The, right. collar, the collar comes right. down the, to the, your the, elbow. The, the, the 12, <laughs> you know 12 what, buttons on the front. But you know what? I kind of like those jackets. The I like pastel those jackets. color. Well, no, I thought mine was just black. Why is oh, okay. your collar about to take off? <laughs> Why does he have buttons down past his knees? <laughs> I actually like the way his jackets were cut, though. I, um, I, I, I've never really I'm not talking them. about I'm the just clowning them but, yeah, uh, yeah I don't know why I just it was, cool. I was, We did a sketch on SNL when Bernie Mac came up called uh, uh, I oh, think it was please, The, don't the House of that Suits because I don't want to hear about that one What The House of Suits? Yeah because it was dumb Hey man it I was, was just dumb, trying to we get had a burn. better sketch and this yeah, punk was too, yeah, they, too afraid yeah. to ask Bernie yeah. to do it so who was too afraid? You. What, what was the sketch? We were doing, we were going to do Bernie Mac versus Denzel on who did the worst movies and y'all were going to battle back and forth and you was too punk to, to ask Bernie to do it. So you let Tina Fey punk you out of doing that and do a, uh, what you call it, a suit joke. No, 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 like, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 my sketch that I wrote that week was Denzel Oscar talk, Oscar chat. I wasn't afraid to... No, pitch. dude. This was we, on SNL? Yeah. About, no, but, but, side side note, Mark, Mark, when I was on SNL, Mark Mark, and our, our boy, uh, God bless the dead, Todd Lynn, I used to... They used to help me write. You know what I mean? But were you guys on SNL? No, no, no they no, just... They, they, just they, 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 but, my quote, uh, you know? Okay. But up. that was the week, dude. We wrote that sketch the week Bernie came up. It was going to be Bernie versus Denzel. You played Denzel. And we talk about who had the worst movies... And you called me and you said Tina says she got a better a better sketch about him uh, shopping for Steve Harvey suits. And then after it was over, the week was over, you mm -hmm. told Bernie mm -hmm. about your idea. And Bernie was like, dude, why didn't you tell me I would have did it? I don't remember you, that. I remember I that. don't. Oh, you got selected Mark, memory. Let dude. me tell you why. Yeah, I mean, if, if, let me memory, ask you a question, yo. though. If the host, so the host was Bernie, right? Right. So if the host wanted to do a sketch flat out, could he, yes. did he have the say to he pretty much do it? He just didn't have the nuts to ask. It was, no. <laughs> I, let, me tell you, let me tell you why oh, I, I don't remember that and the reason why... It doesn't because A is not so I don't I don't see why I would be afraid to Because you you told this is what you quote told mm -hmm. me. You said, look, it's not protocol for me to go to the star and hey, tell it's a protocol, her. protocol. Well, to do it to, No, because to, to tell Tina Fey was the head wait, wait, writer. Wait, 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 okay, okay. Well, she yeah, got Mark, the head way to use that. Way to use yes, the she word. was the, the head okay, writer. So you didn't want to you didn't want to bump no noses. It on wasn't that. no, but I'm saying, Mark, that doesn't make sense because the 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 hosts come to your office and ask, what do you have? Dude, I'm, I'm telling I'm you, telling you, that you what you told me, and I remember. I do not day. remember that at all, I don't Mark. Understand how do you not remember that? Because Mark, it doesn't make logical okay, sense. Okay, let me ask Bernie you. Mac and Ali Leroy. I have the pictures uh, of Ali Leroy and Bernie in my office. They come to the office and you pitch and throw ideas. So it wouldn't make sense for me to say um, to to not say an idea. Now also. Um, did the, he not? The, did he not say that idea was better than what I would? I don't remember did. the idea. I remember that too. 
I remember. don't remember that idea at all. I also, I do. the reason I why stopped, after that I stopped writing. <laughs> I said that's it because I was like, this is. I said this is not about what's best for the show. I it's don't about egos, that. and I was I like, I'm not sketch at all. I stopped writing that because Todd I quit the first year because he he saw that. Todd coming. quit because Todd was no, trying to get down. When you say quit, when you say quit, just to clarify, is Dean paying you guys to write? No, no, I was doing this for the love. Yeah, because my boys. So you quit for free. At SNL, it wasn't about what was funny or what was best for the show. It was about it was what's best political. for me as, as either Tina Fey or whoever was the writer was at the right. time. It was always best for them. Because you can't tell me Bernie shopping for a suit is funnier than this dude doing Denzel and Bernie talking about their worst movies but, that they did going back and forth. I was like, that's hilarious. But here's why... Here's what I think... Here's what's confused me because we wound up Bernie and I. They did the suit joke, did they? No, not do that? but Mark, they the listen, sketch. they did that. But Bernie and I, this is what this is where I'm confused. Bernie and I had a sketch where I was playing Denzel, and I, I think I think your memory is is slightly off because Bernie and I did a sketch. I was playing Denzel. He was playing Sidney Poitier. And we were talking about movies. Are you sure that you're not blending? And that sketch was going to air, but got cut for time. Are you uh, sure? Maybe. Are, are, are you, no, it was, it was, it, well, the one. Because, we, and, and hold on. And the reason I say that is because the, the, one of the number one rules um, on SNL, when you, when people come to the show, uh, you, you want to give them, you want to, you, you want to write something for them to do. That's not themselves. So this, this is me 10 years later saying that doesn't, I don't remember, but okay. I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't think I would have said to him, here, this would be funny that you play you and I play Denzel because I'm not giving him anything to do. Whereas uh, we did, the sketch we did, Dude, I um, I, it was called, it was BT Oscar chat. Bernie played, Sydney did a brilliant, a lot of people don't know, Bernie Mac actually had a, a gang of uh, impressions in his, in his uh, forte. So Bernie was doing a, a brilliant spot on uh, Sydney Poitier and I was doing uh, Denzel Washington and uh, Dratch, Rachel Dratch was playing uh, this old lady that had just won a, a Lifetime Achievement Oscar, Olivia de Havilland. And and we were talking. Who? Right, right. No, no. The only reason, the, uh, the, the funny thing is the only reason I remember her name is because Bernie, as Sydney said it, he was like, we have Olivia have a you know, it was it's just funny how he said it. And so that's what I'm saying. I don't I I don't believe I don't I actually I, I'm gonna say that, I, I didn't I didn't The only reason the only reason idea. I do remember it because I was so pissed off mm -hmm. at the fact that we didn't get that on that I stopped I literally was like, I don't know what else to write because I don't I don't think that anything we write is based on on funny anymore. Right, right. So I, I got really discouraged at that point right, in right. terms of writing for that show because I, I saw what it was about. Even when we got the one sketch that you did do, which was uh, the first time you got the, 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 Denzel uh, The on, Denzel and Halle Berry Oscar I remember coming up there to see it and how none of the other writers would laugh because it was not written by them. Right, right. And I just saw that uh, how, it was, how it was up there. It wasn't no team effort. It was, it was all individuals up there trying to get their own thing. And I was just like, I, I don't know. I, I, it discouraged me, and no, I was just I, like, I, I'm not. I, was I, like, I couldn't not begrudge, what it's about, man. Yeah, I couldn't begrudge. Like I was, I was more 
Like when Mark, because Mark had uh, rolled with me for, for two seasons, and we 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 were trying. Every by, week is trying. Every week we were. Every we were going on Sunday writing. Yeah, with me, we, you, and Max Brooks and can't get nothing on the air. Yeah. Max Brooks just happens to be a brilliant writer yeah. who's written what? Books yeah, that yeah. have been turned into movies. Hit movies. Hit books in him. I hit mean, movies. World War Z is a big World War Z is like one of the biggest grocery movies. Yeah. A, a top seller, but he couldn't get no light on let, SNL. Let me ask you a question. Now, what made you guys kind of write? Were you hoping this would maybe turn into an opportunity? Right. I, absolutely. At some point I wanted to, to get an opportunity off. to write on that show. They didn't have any black writers. I was like, y'all need some color up in there. Yeah. So I wanted to get up in there and, and, that, and, and that, honestly, show and prove, you know. That, that was my whole my whole reason. I I looked at like cast like uh like Rock or even taking it back even further to prior. Those dudes always comics that that were comic legends or what have you. Um, they always brought their people in. Well, so I, I believe like, I believe Sandler definitely. I mean, I Sandler, think you understand, but he definitely had. Yeah, I know Apatow yeah, and I think and, Covert. And, I'm sure always Hurley helping them a little bit. Yeah, man. So so. I, I saw like, Hurley last week. Yeah, so boom. So I was like, well, shoot. If 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 Chris Rock can bring Lance Crowther and Ali Leroy and and, and uh, Wanda, I was like, okay. I once I'm in, I got in the door. So I was like, here, I'm gonna try and pull my boys. I'm gonna do what I can. I don't like the word try. I'm gonna pull my boys in too. So. Um, I would go, I, we would write during the week, but we would also, I would go in on Sunday because here's the difference between um, as, as a, uh, as a, as a black um, artist on, on SNL or just in any space, right? Um, I'm, a, I'm self-aware and self-conscious that here, you know what, I'm a, I got to work doubly hard because I want to make sure they don't think that I, I'm not doing my, uh, my work. And so I remember everybody from, from, uh, Chris Rock, Sandler, and Colin Quinn all said the same exact thing um, as far as advice. Uh, uh, Chris Rock, man, write two sketches and an update every week. Two sketches and an update every week. Uh, Sandler, when I met him, he's like, yeah, Dean, man, you got, you know, you're a stand-up, so make sure you write two sketches and an update every week. Write two sketches and an update because the update is you to America. And Colin Quinn, Dean, shut up. Listen to me, stupid. Two sketches, an update. Every week, two sketches, an update. So That's every a horrible Colin Quinn. So every week, every week. And do you turn, and do you turn that in? Do you literally every week turn, I like, you every just week submit I sub it on paper? Every week, I would write two sketches and an update. Because also, what it did, it um, it um, you strengthened the muscle. You know, it was the exercise of writing and strengthening oh, the muscle. Oh, it definitely helps you. Yeah, man. It helps so, you write, because you got to keep coming up with right, stuff. Right. So it, it's a... I so, wasn't even on the writing staff. I was right. writing a bunch of stuff. I was like, and it gets to the point where you're like, it does, it does. It gets discouraging. It's not so much. It wasn't discouraging at first because it was just you just happened right. to be there. But once you start to see stuff get on air, that you're going, nobody's laughing. Right, it bothers. And you. I'm going, yeah. The stuff I'm right. writing is actually right. funny, and your stuff you putting on the air ain't. Why I don't get it? What's the what's the point? well? And I and here's here's was here's what sucked for me because I'm I, I was in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Like I was in the the eye of the storm, and so <laughs> Todd didn't care. So no, well, well, here's here's what pissed me, and, and I let Todd know that. Like during the first season, but Todd was just brutally honest, and he was brutally honest. Was. He was brutally with, honest. With, he said, Todd, Dean, they don't give a shit about you up here, Dean. But, but here's the thing, right? We don't like morning show. And Tracy, uh, Tracy was was bringing Face Man in. Face Man uh, was a comic. Face Man, he was bringing up there, and where it was me, you, Todd, and Dean Obidala, because we're 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 like workshopping, trying to just build, right? You know, the funniest sketches. Next thing I know, I see Todd disappear, 
Oh. So you brought Todd up to FNL? Yeah, we're up in the, we're oh, so up on bring, the 17th floor. Yeah, you can bring, bring, bring whoever you. you want, especially on a Sunday or Monday off, you know. That's so cool. I'm bringing them in. We're bouncing ideas. We're working. And then over the course of time, I noticed Todd is disappearing, and he's going to Tracy's office, right? So uh, eventually... He's he he was like like you said he got discouraged and he was complaining he was like man Buck this they ain't using your shit I'm getting tired I was like well son imagine how I feel because I'm because I'm I'm in it and 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 I'm doing my best it's not that I'm not I'm selling it you know and trying to get us on I said but more than that I said this this hurt my feelings because you now. Uh, riding with Tracy you know what I mean and he was yeah, like yeah, he did, and he, he was did. like he was like he was like well. Man, nigga, I'm trying to get paid. Yeah, and, did he say that, really? Yes, yes, ah, yes. He said that, what, and, and and that's that's stung because I was right, like, I son, that. I'm I'm doing what I can to get us, and so and and that came back and bit him because he wound up uh, he wound up working with Trace. Tracy was uh, about to do a special, do his uh, his first comedy special with Comedy Central, one mic, and uh, and he was also hosting comic. Comic Just Groove. Comic Groove. Comic Groove. Which was so, uh, Comedy Central's... So he got Todd to urban. write it. So he got Todd to write it and with him. And then Todd brought me in. <laughs> and then Todd pulls Mark in, oh, wow. right? Right? So, but I'm like, I, I'm not mad at my boys because I'm like, you know what? I want... I, I want them to earn and get paid. Right, so I'm that's not, a little tough. I'm not, that's a little. That's, that's a little but I was still writing. And he was, was but Mark writing. was still working No, no, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that's a little... I could... Yeah, I see you having a discrepancy. So well, a, just a, little... a discrepancy. Uh, my frustration wasn't with Mark because Mark was Mark was doing his thing, earning with with them, but he was also helping me right, um, right. when he could, and so I appreciate that. But Todd said that, and then pretty much that was almost a, a, a line in the sand saying, "Hey, I ain't rolling with you anymore, son, because this ain't working out." And you, you brought him up there, and, and, and I'm working with Tracy because Tracy got me a job. But I'm not a grudge, dude. So I'm like, "All right, man." Right. Well, you gotta do what you gotta do, but this is how this karma gets you, cause they they were uh they were on the road, they were they were, <laughs> they were on the road, and now here's the thing, Todd is diabetic, right? Tracy's diabetic, they're right? Both they're diabetic. both diabetic, right? <laughs> the difference is, Tracy parties hard. Anybody that's ever party with Tracy knows it wasn't a party until Tracy Morgan's T-shirt came off. Yeah, Once Tracy's shirt came off, he was, like, he was like, I show my nipples. I ain't got no problem with it. That's not a gut. That's a speed bump. Me slow down when you go down. Y'all should hashtag that. Slow down when... Hashtag slow down when you go down. And so... Tracy and Todd... But Tracy was bringing Todd on the road. Tracy wasn't where he is now. So he's playing clubs. Todd's Todd, and Todd was a brilliant comic, you know. Um, and Todd was a brilliant comic coach that could help you find your weaknesses and tighten up where you need to tighten up. So they're on the road, and he's he's helping Tracy tighten up his set. But Tracy's Tracy. Tracy's gonna do what he wants to do. And one night, uh, it was it was a Saturday night. I remember it clearly because Todd called us all on Sunday. Tracy. <laughs> Tracy fired me for falling asleep in the strip Tracy, club. Tracy was mad because Todd was at a club. They went, they went out to the strip club. He fell and Todd fell asleep. And he's, he's looking at him like, this dude, man, he's falling asleep in the club. Bringing down my energy. <laughs> so he got back. They got back to the hotel. Tracy called his uh his agent or whatever. Todd gets a call in the middle of the night, early morning. Yeah, so um, we're gonna we're 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 gonna send you home. Um, Tracy will no longer <laughs> need, your, need services. your services. So now, Todd, he, so Very he fired awkward. Todd. Hold up. 
Very awkward situation. But he fired Todd for He fired Todd because Todd fell asleep. asleep. Well, it's more to the story than that because I talked to Tracy now. But it was he was also giving it uh, Tracy uh giving him advice. Yeah, yeah. About diabetes. Being a diabetic, right, and that Todd really was, was in fairness. Todd was just Todd wasn't doing anything bad. It's just right, not Tracy didn't want to hear it. He didn't you know, Tracy's trying to party. Tracy, if Tracy in a strip club with with nipples and areolas and booty bouncing around him and and drinks coming uh, left and right, the last thing he wants is somebody saying, "Hey man, hey man, maybe you should slow down on them drinks, man." That, your, your sugar's going to go up. You know, you might lose a foot, you know? Right. And so he fired him. Um, Todd was pissed. And then Todd was mad at Mark because Mark still was working Oh, yeah, I, Tracy. I got the call Sunday morning. Right. Yeah, Mark, you're the head writer now. I was like, what? But, but his was crazy. <laughs> I remember when Todd called me and complained. Now, you you really can't expect me to sympathize. Yeah, I'm like, son, well, I mean, that's... You 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 stop messing with me to go mess with him, and I'm not mad at you. That's 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 your journey. That's what you're gonna do. But I'm you can't. Be you don't mad. have to be a complete Buddhist with that. You could be a little mad. No, no. I mean, I was mad, but I'm saying I didn't I didn't what's grudge your, it after the fact. After it was all said and done, I was like, your, "What's your address?" Because I gotta send it to my. Oh wife. well, well here. Um, give me. I'll, I'm not gonna say it on the well, little it. podcast. It uh, Put it on my text right, text. right. Um. Yeah, so I was I wasn't Buddhist as far I was I was definitely pissed. I was pissed that that my man um, told me he was leaving and why he was leaving because um, he was gonna go make money and and more so I was I was annoyed that he used me to get to Tracy because I'm like son we in the comedy clubs you could have just gone and hollered at Tracy you know what I mean you didn't have right, to right. you didn't have to do it underhandedly but once it was done anybody that knows me knows. I'm rarely going to hold some long term. You my, you my dude. You well, my, it's good to know because me and Mark are starting a podcast after Hey, this. man, it happens. <laughs> I can, shoot, Mike got the equitment. That's what's up. So, um, yeah, so... It was very awkward Take for me. Mike I had to finish the special without Todd. And Todd, and Todd then was mad... Uh, and he was mad at me. He was mad I at Mark. Left. He was like, you left, you left. I was like, I didn't leave. I just, I just finished the job that I was hired to right, do. Right, right. So and I was was and actually, that. Tracy actually paid me extra at the end, and I split it with Todd. Oh, wow. see? So I didn't... Look at you. Yeah, right. I did. I, I felt he worked hard on it. So yeah, he, he did. He did. And we both deserve credit for very right. forgiving, understanding people. Well, oh, but, but I, honestly, Buddhism or, or peace aside, is like, what's the point if, if, if you have history with somebody... Um, I guess it really point, depends on how much history. Yeah, I mean, that's a big part. At, of at, it. at this point, uh, we had all been in the trenches, you know, to, together. You know, on, be it on the road or in the trenches of these comedy clubs, man. So <laughs> it wasn't something to throw friendships away over. You're like, all right, you that's know. that. So, but my my uh, but my that can retrib- easily happen. Well, yeah, it can. Yeah. And my retribution wasn't even retribution, but it uh, it was more so when when it. When it got flipped on him, and then he was like, "Man, you believe Mark is?" I'm like, "Are you really? <laughs> Are you honestly coming to me?" And Did you say that? Ask, yes, yes. I told him that. We we were very honest. You said with I'm each not other. holding a grudge, but are you really coming to me? <laughs> but I, I don't know verbatim uh, right, verbiage right. wise, but I know he. I know I communicated to him. Right, I, right. I said, "Hey, man, don't don't get mad at me, or don't get mad at Mark." Right, but right. bouncing on you, and I and and that was the case. Um, up at SNL was I would I would I would pull people in 
if I could. And to this day, I, I still, to this day, I feel like the reason there are any black writers on that show, and, and y'all could quote me and everybody could dispute it, was because I was fighting to get a black writer on there. Because um, after my first season, um, I remember Ian, Ian Edwards, very right, funny yeah. comic. Ian had written on SNL the year before I had come in for about two weeks. They brought him in to, I think, write with Tracy for, um, for two weeks. And it didn't work out or what have you. But Ian was another person that he would call, yeah, man, yo, I got this idea. You want to try it? So he he would um, try and help punch up uh, ideas. So, and this, and the only reason I, I didn't uh, go to Mark and Todd was because Ian had IMDb credits. Anytime you go on, and this is for anybody listening, that uh, if you ever try to look out for somebody, make sure you look out... Um, and put in, make sure you cover your bases. And that's what I did with Ian. I was like, um, when we went to the uh, the TCAs, the 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 press junket, like during the during TV shows have what's called the uh, the the critics TCA, the critics something, and that's where all the journalists and what have you will will go and check out the upfronts are where they sell the shows, and then during the summer they tout out the cast. Uh, and maybe a couple of writers, and they get to do, like, interviews with the actual press. So we go out during the summer, and I remember um, I was staying with Ian. Uh, this is summer 2002. I'm staying with Ian, and he, he that's when he had told me that he had written on SNL. And so um, two of the producers, Mike Shoemaker and Tina, Tina Fey, I, I, uh, I go to them. I said, yeah, I said, so what happened with... Uh, with 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 uh, Ian Edwards, they were like, "Oh yeah, no, he's he's a good guy. He's real, really funny, really talented. It just he and Tracy, it didn't click, didn't work out." I was like, "Yeah, no, because he's he's a funny dude. I'm staying with him actually." I said, "Oh yeah," and then and then I was like, "I said yeah," and jokingly, I was like, "Yeah, man, you." I said, "Y'all should." <laughs> I figured, why not throw it out? I was like, "Y'all should, y'all. Why don't y'all hire a black writer? You know, um, somebody that that can help me with my voice or whatever." And he was like, "Yeah." Who you have in mind, Ian? I said, yeah. I said, why not? I mean, it, he didn't work out for for Tracy. I said, but Ian and I are cool, and so they were they were. He said, well, you know what? Have him submit. So Ian submitted. Here's 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 what my dumb, overzealous, excited uh, naivete uh, caused a problem. So uh, after not even after that, maybe uh, a month later. I uh I think the show the show where we're in production we're shooting like commercial parodies it's probably like early September I say to um I say to Tracy yo uh. <laughs> you see where this is going I said yo I said uh I said yeah um I think Ian might get a job here he's like Ian who I said Ian Edwards he was like what you mean he's going to get a job I said yeah man well I spoke to shoemaker. Um, about it uh, at the TCAs and say, yeah, man, why don't we we should get, have a black writer in here, right? He's like, and so and so what? They they bring an Ian in? I said, yeah, because I said I figured he could come in, he could help oh, us, boy. you know, get some things on. And 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 Tracy is is hearing it. I don't. Well, I can't speak for how he's reading, it, but but how I'm perceiving it is Tracy's thinking, why they why they give indeed. Uh, you know, this this clearance to bring in a writer. I'm the senior ne Negro right, up right, here, right? right? right, right. You know, right. I'm I'm the alpha male Negro, right? right? Well, and so I understand that, but honestly, I wasn't trying, it wasn't a power move. I was just trying to get, I was hoping to get somebody black on the show so that we could write something um, and some someone that, that 
had writing experience. Right. So what happened? In the realm of Hollywood. So fast forward to <laughs> fast forward to the first episode of the season. I think uh Matt Damon was the guest host. We're at the He's after- an actor, right? He's just stupid. <laughs> um. So we're we're at the uh, after party, and I see I see uh, my man Atomic Dog Corwin Moore. All right, that's right? Corwin got Corwin. Well, hold on. So Corwin was a cast member on Uptown Comedy Club with Tracy and and crew, and um. So I'm like, yo, Cor-. and Corwin hasn't been. He he wasn't doing stand up at. He was for, teaching at Mega Evers College. He was teaching at Mega Evers. <laughs> Corwin was off the entertainment off the grid, grid, son. <laughs> So Corwin's... He was, the, he was like the Jim O'Brien of uh, comedy writing. <laughs> right, right. You just pulled him out of school like, hey, so, Right, so I'm like, yo, see, Black, what's going on? We talking and, and, and it's all good. And then the following... This is the moment I realized uh, Ian was no longer in contention. Uh, it was Monday, walking through the halls of, uh, of uh, 30 Rock, and I run into uh, Shoemaker again with the producers. He produces uh, Jimmy Fallon's show now. And Shoemaker, uh, Shoemaker's like, hey, um, and, it, and it's funny because I understand how he did it and why he did it that way. Because as a producer, he's also doing his best to keep everybody peaceful and cool. So he's like, yeah, I, um, I met this guy. Uh, I saw you talking to him, this guy, uh, Corwin. Uh, I said, oh, yeah, Corwin Moore. And he's like, yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a comic. So I don't know where this is going. Hi. And I'm not going to piss on anybody. Um, because I don't know. So he's like, he's like, yeah, is he funny? So I'm like, yeah, yeah, man, he's he's a comic. Um, he's a comic. He's a good dude, you know. He's like, yeah, yeah, he uh he submitted a packet to me, um, uh the other night. And at that point, that's when my my eyebrows went down. I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, yeah, he, he was he, he submitted a packet. It's pretty funny. I said, oh, okay, that's that's my voice going high. That that's cool. He's like, uh, yeah, there's a little funnier than uh, Ian's. And, and in my mind, oh, wow, <laughs> look yeah, at Mark's face. Come on, Mark, Mark and I had a little Mark, bit funnier than Ian. Mark had the same oh, look that, that I had. I don't buy it. Years ago. <laughs> Because son, I had the I had uh, the come on son look in my face. I was like, come word. on, word, really? <laughs> but I can show him that. I was like, I was like, oh. But at the end of the day, could God forbid there have been two? Could they have hired two? No, not, <laughs> not, not there. No, not a second. No, that's that's a little too crazy. Because they had separate water fountains at that point. Right, yeah, right. right. So they wound <laughs> up. So Corwin got the job over Ian. I felt bad because I was like, damn man, I um. You know, but but that was that was That's the nature to be. Let me ask you: this, Every week, though, on that show, when you talk about submitting stuff, you know, when you're pitching mm-hmm. stuff, does as many writers as there are and performers and it's competitive, right? Yeah. Do you though still get the opportunity? Does everyone get the opportunity to pitch their stuff to at least be heard? Yeah, and, and yeah. I mean, uh, the the uh, and I don't want to. I want to go back to Mark because yeah, how about, about that? Me, me? all this SNL. I don't care but, about well, no you SNL. Brought, um. But uh, the 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 situation was uh, there's a every Monday there's a pitch meeting where the guest host comes and sits in in um, Lauren Michaels' office, and so you have every writer on the show along with every cast member, and they go around the room to each person or each writing team or each cast member uh, what have you, and you can you can throw out a real pitch or you can throw out a dummy pitch. I learned after pitching a couple real things 
the the problem with pitching a real pitch is you might shoot your load too early. You know what I mean? Um, and by that, I don't mean you literally stand up and start masturbating. Um, oh, I mean, thanks for the clarification. You know, that's that's the type of person I. Am. <laughs> Thank but you. No, by that, like you, if you have a bit, and the funniest thing is like, yeah, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, have a bow tie, and I'm gonna keep twisting the bow tie, saying, "What the hell is going on?" If that's the funniest part of your bit. You've now shot shot your load, and now everyone knows it. So by Wednesday, after you write it, when you're running through it, people are like, oh, we already know the joke. We already know the punchline. So that's why Tracy Morgan, Tracy was brilliant at pitching because Tracy would just um, entertain. So he would, uh, I have, a, when they get to him, uh, 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 Lauren, um, Tracy, um, and your turn, and Tracy's like, I have, you stand up, I have assembled a writing team of Andrew Steele, Max Brooks, and and Dennis to create and construct a brilliant comedy piece about this girl named Tina in the projects. And then, you know, but see how y'all laughing? So yeah. he would, and then he would just end it and then somebody else would have, I always made sure to sit to Tracy's right because I didn't want to follow Tracy, you know? <laughs> And, and so yeah, everybody, you had a fair shot. Tracy's still doing that today. Yeah, <laughs> but but it works. It works for him. Tracy it is, is good in the moment and, and it knows is, how to sell it. You know, do you still write like sketches and stuff or scripts and? Uh, oh, well, I, I write now. Right now, I'm writing a, a movie with Tracy. So it's uh, it's uh, yeah. So we're we're in the present uh, doing. Now that. you say I, you're writing it with like you guys are both. Yeah, we're we're both writing it, so it's uh, that's that's honest of you to say. Mark is the main writer, and Tracy. <laughs> I am, but that's, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Without right. Tracy, I don't have the opportunity exactly. to write this movie, exactly. so it is a joint effort. And Tracy might not be a screenwriter per se, but what he is is a brilliant, yeah, in the moment person, yeah, and he's a brilliant character person. So anytime I like we we come on characters, Tracy is snap fast on yeah. thinking of stuff with character. Why don't we do this with the character? Why don't we do right. this? And it just becomes like, boom, oh, yeah, I could, I could do that. And he's very quick with it. And, and uh, he's brilliant with it. Uh, so it's it's great going into a pitch meeting with him because he's just, he entertains, and I play the straight man. Right. So he'll just go in there. I mean, we've pitched three movies to a producer, uh, and every time it's the same. I got a rhythm now. I just let him go. Right. And he just goes, oh, then we're going to have this. And he'll just talk about random things. And I'll be like, and I'll just cut in like, okay, act one, we have this. Act two, we have this. Right, and act right. three is this. And then Tracy just goes, no, 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 no. And it's just, it's brilliant because the guys are laughing. Right. And then I come in with the serious, straight, right. what we're right. doing and structurally in terms of the movie. So it, it works very good. And I'm very confident with, with uh, doing with, with Tracy. And, and 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 just not not to give away what it is, but the joint Mark let me read like the first or second draft, son. Yeah, that's the first draft. The joint is great. joint is hilarious. And like yeah, it, I mean, it's, 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 a slave, it's, it's a slave comedy, and it's uh, it's it's really it's really funny. And we're we're actually going to L.A. this Monday to meet up with. Uh, so you're you're the, you're the man though with in front of final draft writing. Yeah, right, yeah. The, yeah. Right, right, right. So, he, I mean, so, Mark had the he Mark had his his index cards up. I was when when uh after he wrote it, I then went to his crib and saw his his, his office looked like uh you know the the writers room at any any TV show, man. I was I I still to this, I'm very proud of him, man, because a year ago and this just to give a little backstory and this this was beautiful about um comedy is finding your lane, man, and and Mark like Mark found his lane. Mark, I mean, 
Obviously, he was a brilliant performer and, and a brilliant comic, but he also he, he took a couple of the screenwriting classes at NYU. Right. Um, you know, he and, and, and so he's a studied, he's not just some dude that just said, Oh, I'll get final draft and figure it out. I mean, he's he, he's right. learned screenwriting. And that's a lot of that has to I have to attest a lot of that to uh my experience at SNL. I I, right, I saw it. the landscape at SNL and what they were missing, which was black writers. Right. And after that, you know, I started writing with Tracy for his first special with Todd. And then Tracy got a sitcom called The Tracy Morgan Show. Right. In which he had no black writers. Right. They, and staffed, had, they staffed his show. They staffed his show um, with all him, white they writers. They sent him on vacation and, and staffed and it, his show. it annoyed me to no ends. And then Todd, who also wrote with Tracy with me, got a deal right. with Touchstone. Right. He could not name one writer on his show. They had to pick the writers for him, which were white. And so I, I just saw that. I said, these black actors, I said, the reason we're not having shows is that we you don't have people that is capturing their voice. Right. And hey, who can capture their voice better than people that's around them right. doing stand-up with them every night? I can capture their voices. Right. I know Todd's voice. I knew Tracy's voice. I can do Dean. I can do Dean if we have to write something. So it's, uh, I just saw that lane. I said, like, you know, I'm going to start going to, I start taking night courses at NYU for uh, screenwriting. And uh started doing that. My wife's calling me. Uh, I started doing that. And, uh, I had this opportunity. I hooked back up with Tracy. He's doing another special, which we also did. It's going to right. air in April. Right. So, Y'all uh, already did. We already shot it like, at, at BAM. Mark, Mark was the, the uh, main writer on that. And, and Well, actually, I took a back seat. Jeff, Jeff Stilson's going to be the, the head writer on that, but, but I was a writer. But the, but the who, reason I did is because of the movie. Right, but that's that's what I'm saying. Now, okay, Mark can't say it, but the main person that was writing the joints... Was Mark? No, I can't even say that. Or, on this one, on this one, it's, it was a collaborative. On the special, on, on the special, special, it was collaborative. Okay, it was collaborative okay. because I was spending a lot of time on on the script. The script is is oh, okay. cumbersome in terms of just doing rewrites and stuff like that. So I took a back seat. I let Jeff and Rick Younger did a really good job. Shout out okay. to Rick and Rich Pierre, Louis, even Jimmy Mack. It was it was a collaborative effort. Right. So I took a I took a I mean it was there was stuff that I I know how Tracy works. Mm. So I said I let him. Let him do his thing. He likes to play around with stuff. He's very much an artist. And I know when it came to that last couple months, that's when he's going to lock in. So that's when I locked in. I was right. like, okay, let's clean up what we got. And I just took a look at what they had written for him. And I said, let's clean it up. And, and that's why I just, I just, I did a lot of cleanup duty on it. Okay, because. And I wrote, and I wrote some stuff on it. But I, I didn't, I didn't take a hands on like, like the first special. Like I was more mm. everything. But this one, it was more because I was focused on the scripts. So I'm, I'm dealing with the producers. I'm dealing with Tracy in terms of the script mm. and the special. So it was a lot. Uh, because, because, and the reason I say that, and that's not to take away from Jeff, but I know that uh, it's Rick, a great turmoil. Yeah, well, Rick, Rick Younger, and Rich Pierre <laughs> Louis, everybody said like, because I remember after the special uh, tape, um, everyone was saying how how well it went. So I sent out congrats to I said, yo, congrats to everybody, and they all, everybody pointed to Mark saying, yo. They said we we helped, but Mark was really the the one that did the the heavy lifting, you know. I brought, I brought those guys in. That's what they meant by that. But that was right. that was it. They well, did. That's they not really what they meant by that. They did. I'm telling you, Mark. How many drafts in are you on the script? Uh, four, and four, how, five, and how long? In did eight it? months. Uh, eight months. I say uh, it's four and a half. Four and a half. I, I put four, but I four four Joy drafts, and we're about to we're about to meet with uh. The the, the 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 yeah the lead actor was yeah who's, who's I don't know who's, if I can say his name no I don't, you I don't gotta say his name say his name he's after, he's after he's, he's one of my him. idols in terms of comedy yeah, and Tracy's uh so we're gonna meet with him on uh, Monday this Join Monday funny man and after we do that we'll do a fifth draft and hopefully uh 
get it done after that. So it's 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 really funny. It's 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 something that I always wanted to do, which, which is to write. And uh, I'm a big fan of Mel Brooks, and I pitched it to the yeah. producer as I said, if we're gonna do a slave movie, let's we got to go blazing saddles, yeah. type to to because it's such a touchy subject. You know right. what I'm saying? So. Right. I think that's what we have to do. And uh, he was like, and uh, I granted to the producer, this dude actually listened to me. It was like, I hear what you're saying. And, and he trusted in me. And, you know, I, I have not, this is my first screenplay writing for Hollywood, but I know from writers, cause I got friends that have been writing for years in Hollywood that most producers are hands on. They're like, you got to do this. You got to change this. This guy has, has put so much faith in me in terms of, especially comedically. Uh, Don't cry, man. He'll sit there and say, oh, well, you got to do this with the structure. But he said, comedically, Mark, you got it. He said, anything you want to do funny, just do it. I don't care. Just keep putting stuff in there. I was like, okay, so I, That's awesome. And we, we, yeah. we've been doing that. And me and Tracy have really been stirring it up. And it's, it, I mean, I'm really proud of the project. And hopefully it'll be coming out. We'll be shooting it hopefully next year. And, uh, yeah, man. Coming out either end of next year or, or Where most likely will it shoot. Yeah. Uh, well, I said it. Louisiana? I, I said it in Philly and uh, uh, South Carolina. Cool. So, the the joint the joint is funny and back to my original point was um once you find your lane because a year year and a half ago Mark was doing cruise ships exactly and and cruise was ships. frustrated <laughs> because because uh, and I think the frustration comes from you're doing you know nobody ever says yo I can't wait to become a comic comic so if, I can do cruise ships in fact I was one of the comics that was like I'm never going to Dig be it. doing cruise ships and next cut to um, oh, no. Bye, everybody! <laughs> and, and and just the love boat. I was on there like what? And just I just doing? to just to bring it back around that we're all friends. Son, so I had to do it. Well, you had a son, but that that also um, was Todd. Todd pulled you in because yeah, Todd. That's right. Uh, Todd Actually, got it. Yeah, shout out to Terry Hodges. Todd Terry Hodges, Hodges is really right. the person that put me and Todd right on the boats because. Right. It was a hard hustle even getting on the boats. They were like, yeah. well, we don't know if these guys could do mainstream. I was right. like, dude, me and Todd have been working in the mainstream clubs as long for as we're doing years. Yeah. Well, even longer and this than that. Booker yeah. was sitting there like, I don't know if they could do clean shows. We've done a tape. We did a DVD on a church DVD, right, which we did with Dean, comedy, gospel DVD. Yeah. Wow. Kingdom I'm like, comedy. I'm like, Kirk Franklin. And we can't do, we can't do, we can't do clean on a ship. Ricky Smiley's. They let us on, and needless yeah. to say, we worked and we blew it up. So, yeah. but it, but it was it was good. But I wanted to get off because I wanted to be with my family. Well, because it's also with cruise ships, and it's and this stuck. is this. Well, this is this it's stuck on a ship. Not not to bash anybody, because because a lot of people don't no, realize there's a lot of there, there's some six figure cats out there that oh, yeah, this, y'all ain't never guy, heard of yep, that make a killing on the cruise ship, right? And so that's not to cut cut uh, their legs off, At all. but Mark had different aspirations, so he got tired of doing the cruise ships. I, I noticed as his friend that the cruise ships are about getting them to do the shows and then send you on your way. So this dude would have these these twelve hour layovers because they weren't oh. they were trying to fly you as cheaply as possible. Yep. So oh, if he had to go to like the Dominican Republican. The Dominican Republic, they would fly him to Miami. They say, okay, Mark, you're going to fly you to Miami at 6 a.m. You'll get there at, uh, at 11 a.m. And then his flight to uh, DR, the, the flight to the ship to leave from DR doesn't leave until... 10.30 at night. Yeah, it was And this dude, so I was, I actually, I remember saying, I was like, son, man, just buy your own ticket because they, they, they killing you. Yeah. And you ain't, Mentally, you ain't, yeah. Yeah, and you're not, well, physically too. I started, that I started doing exhausted. it. I started paying for my own. I just yeah, like, screw so, it. I don't care. I, I just paid an extra 75, 100, right, whatever it was. Right, right. 
Because, like I said, Mark Mark is frugal. Yeah, but I am. That's when I knew he was tired when yeah, he actually had, said, "Here, I'm, I'm buying my I, own I couldn't do it, but I just had to get off, and I, I, um, I, I, I really believe because of my son. I, I don't know if I would have my ego. Or right. I don't know what it was, but I saw Tracy at Caroline's. And I was like, you know, let me see what Tracy's about. What's going on? And I, I, you know, after that whole experience with Todd and Tracy drinking it the way he was, I just couldn't hang out because I'm not a drinker. I don't hang out right. like that. So I was like, I don't know if I can hang with Tracy like that. I love working with him artistically, but right. I was like, I can't hang with him. I said, like, let me just see what Tracy's doing. And Tracy has slowed down. And Tracy stopped drinking. Tracy's yeah. like, look, I stopped drinking. So I was like, oh, so we can hang. So right. I was like, what's up? He's like, I'm finishing 30 Rock. I got a special, and I'm about to do this tour. You ready? And I was like, let's do it. So it was, and, uh, it was We just started that, that's, that's To me, that was, that, that's what was awesome, because uh, I know after the, the, first, the first draft, um, after they submitted the first draft for, for the script, y'all had earned some, but you you earn more once they produce it and so forth. So I remember saying to Mark, I said, hey, man, I said, I'm just happy because you're Writers Guild now, right? Yeah, I am. He's I Writers, am in the Writers Guild, now. Guild now. He's in the Writers Guild. Um, he's off the ships, but he can go to them if, if he wants to, <laughs> not because he has to. And... And he he found his lane, man, and I I I, I just think that's that's something to be be proud of. Yeah, like, regard, and regardless awesome. of what what happens, like God, of course we we all want the, them to go and and blow away this this um, star and, and have the producers say yes, and this movie go into production and, and, and it become a big success, and then them start him start working on his next joint. But in the meantime, because I think oftentimes people forget. To to enjoy and this is not saying you, but people forget to just enjoy the moment. I'm like, son, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you, you you're accomplished. You know what I mean? The process. We're, we're, enjoying enjoying we're, we're enjoying it. I'm gonna have a good time, man. So yeah. it's uh, he's wearing a hat at a bicycle at Crunch Gym. Right, right. Right. He's not I'm enjoying right. life. I'm, I don't know who is. Up, but baby. you know what? Now, but after hearing his story, doesn't the hat kind of make sense? The hat now? makes sense. It's a writer's hat. It's a writer's hat. You also take a picture. The beard is kind of. There you go. He looks like a writer. I know he's got a laptop in his backpack and. <laughs> He's probably got some pens and that's yellow words. pads. Yeah, that's what we do with Index cards. We did, we did. So, yo, we didn't even get to. I wanted to talk about um, the 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 Soul Train Awards, but I know you got to bounce soon. Yeah? Oh yeah, my wife is yeah. outside. She said, Mark wants it. Yeah, that's my wife so, outside so, with, so, my, with so, my son. So next well, hopefully, time. you'll come back. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to come back. Man, well, yeah, when we, I come back, we're gonna talk about. Because it, I'm gonna have all kinds of me, me and Tracy yeah, gonna be no, in LA I mean, Hollywood, baby. This is, okay, so this is a part one. So after part so one, baby. this Theobald, this Theobald of the Protocol part one. But I, I look forward to to part. I two. love how you said the Soul Train. I think I think we the script thing was good. I think I mean <laughs> no. As much as I wanted to hear your review of the Soul Train Award, <laughs> no, 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 no. I think the screenwriting process of a big movie is a little, little bit, bit more, better. Yeah, yeah, of course, a little bit better. Of course. But Let's yo, not cut um, that out, Dean. Uh, quick no, no. review of. Yeah, so anyway, so Mark, where can people find you um, online, man? Give them all uh, your info. Well, check me out. Uh, shoot, I don't know. You can't even check me out anymore uh, online because I don't have I don't have my website. It's not up. What about uh, well, you got Instagram and Twitter. Instagram, yeah, check me out on on on, on uh, Twitter. Is uh, Mark Theo, and on Instagram is Mark Theo Ball. So and Mark is M A R C T H E O on Twitter, uh, and on. Uh, Instagram is M A R C T H E O B A L D. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, I got to check my Instagram because I've I've been meeting a lot of people, man. I just lately, so I've had some interesting hanging out with Tracy. You meet everybody, yeah, so it's yeah. like I've I we, yeah, we yeah, stood I on the corner pictures. one time for a half hour, forty five minutes talking to uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans, and he taught us so much 
Just yeah. talking to him because he's been in the game so oh, yeah. long. It's just, and he just blew me away. I was yeah, he's just real, like, man. He's just real chi. He's yeah, very chi, man. Very he was zen. just like, yo. And he was just telling us about his whole experience with Hollywood and how you got to approach it and uh, don't take it personal. Right. It's just business. That's the way you got to look at it. So it's, you know, and that's, that's it taught us a lot. So, uh, it's been some good good stuff, man. And uh, I, I I commend you on your uh, podcast, man. Yeah, I want to come on and tell some jokes, too. Just write some dialogue for it. I know, right? Right, you're a writer. Act <laughs> one. On well, listen, yo, we, we graduated film school, and I was a screenwriting oh, cool. major, go, so go? Uh, Brooklyn College. Okay, Brooklyn College, so, yeah. So it's it's awesome to see you do it. So congratulations! Yeah, yeah I'm, yeah, a, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm an inspiring screenwriter. So yes, cool to see am, you doing it, man. I am big time. I I, I tell cool. anybody who wants to screenwrite, and man. it's very hard. I know how. I know the work that goes into it. It's so. challenging. It's challenging. I, I suggest take a class. Uh, but I think the most important thing is to read screenplays. That's the thing that yeah, really helped me. Day. Yeah, just read. Go down to the village. They sell them on the street, For man. Just pick right. them up. Find it. Find a list. I found a list of a hundred best screenplays that they think is the hundred best. Which I don't necessarily agree with, but I started reading some of those and said, "Why are these?" Trying to say Citizen Kane wasn't a great screen. It's everybody's everybody's opinion, so I just I just started reading some of those and seeing why they're good, why they're not, and you know what I'm saying. And uh, around the world in 80 days, I'm a big fan of Save the Cat, Blake Snyder. Shout out to Blake Snyder. Yes, that's a great book. We were talking about that the other day. That is that is that is the method I used in writing a screenplay, and it's it is because you can use variants of it, but for me, that was the structure that I used in breaking it down. And you know what? I just I think I just told you um, Save the Cat he talks about uh, screenplays that are in development and the movie that's about to come out with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube right along they mentioned that book was written like in 06 in 06 and that that movie has been because he mentions it in the book right along about yep. about a guy that's how long whose brother in law I think a, I saw the trailer for that is a cop and he wants to he wants to impress his brother in law right um, Ice Cube yeah. it's coming out it's, it's coming, coming out, out with, with, with coming Kev out. and uh, like and Cube so years. look at how long is that that the book was written in 06 and is is now uh, that was a book. No, it was a screen. No, it's oh, a screen. The screen in, was in, in Save, Save the Cat. He mentions things in development. You know. And um, when is that comes out? Like February, right? Or January? Uh, soon, yeah, soon in the next month or two. By the time y'all y'all might hear this, it, <laughs> it might have already come out. Oh, it's a know? lot. It's a it's a whole. Yeah, you could do a whole hour just on screenwriting because it's Absolutely. just I'm learning a whole bunch of stuff. Just but it's a process. You it continue. is. You it is, and it's a lot of it's a lot of work, man. Because I met you know I'm getting frustrated in this process. It's only been what eight months that I've been doing this, which is very quick. I've met people like I got to meet uh, Danny Strong, who wrote. The Butler. Uh, I got to meet him at a WGA event uh, two weeks ago, and he was just telling me his process. He said mm -hmm. he said eighty percent of what he did in The Butler was done in eight months, which is around what I'm I'm looking at mm -hmm. now. And he said he did like four drafts, which I'm about, about up to five. Yeah. And he was just saying, but it took three four years to get it done. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just in terms of people backing it yeah. financially. Uh, so it, it, you know it's a it's a long process, and I met other guys who. I've worked with that. They rewrote something 40 times. I was like, 40? Just I, to get it sold. Wow. I was like, dang, 40 times. I'm complaining about five. I'm like, I'm I not complaining. I have scripts I've, I've probably been through 60 drafts, literally. Holy cow. That's incredible. Look, 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 look. Mike's like, what's Almost, wrong? almost uh, like my first four scripts I wrote have been uh -huh. through at least 
60, 70 really? drafts at least. That is incredible. Now, maybe, you know, as, as I get better, you know, yeah, yeah, the new yeah, script yeah, gets yeah, less yeah, drafts, yeah, get but less still, less. it's like you can always refine something. Yeah, something, yeah I, something, I didn't know. Something, I didn't punch know it up, rewrite. Yeah. I, 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 I'm convinced, though, that if you, because I know the first screenplay I ever did, I didn't use my save the cat method. I think if you structurally set it up right, it's easier to rewrite. Absolutely. I don't consider me rewriting one screen a rewrite when I go through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's a rewrite to me. So you know what I'm saying? So one scene ain't nothing. That's yeah, that's like whatever. Punching up or that's just punching it up. But uh, if I go through the whole thing, I go, okay, that's a rewrite because I did the whole whole thing. So I, I, you know, it's 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 a process, and it's uh, you know, we are gonna see on Monday if it paid off. <laughs> I, 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 son, I'm telling you, the, the the I think the dude that you beat with is in a good space, and I think y'all y'all got a winner. So I, yeah, I mean, I I'm hearing good things from back channels yeah, from, that's awesome. from already. So it, it, it's I'm looking good. I'm, I'm looking excited. Forward to it. And it's not because I'm expecting a, a part in it or anything. Yeah, no, no I mean, right? honestly, I'm just excited because I because I read it and while I was reading it, I was like, yo, it's like I was I remember sitting and with my wife in bed, I'm reading and I'm laughing. She's like, what are you? I was like, yo, Mark, Mark and them are killing this. Like it was really it's it's good. And it's saying, now you, wait you see it now. That was the right, first time. Wait you see it now. So, it's it's yeah. off the chain. I, Cause I made some some it's really yeah, yeah. from now, from but, the first draft to what it is now, it's really where it is, and I, I I just came up with something else last night to add to it. So yeah. I was like, I'm gonna I'm surprise that on this guy on Monday. So. Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, yeah, I, I was looking forward to Exciting. it, man. But when you say that was your first draft, was that you let him see? Had you gone through it a kind of a couple times before? Was that literally from? First? That was my first. That was my first real draft. Like you didn't I, look like you didn't look at it really. That I looked much. at it. You I looked, looked at it. Okay. Absolutely, I looked at it, and uh, I tried to see what I was like. Hey, it doesn't look good. I just wanted, but I knew it was a rough draft. Right. But I just wanted to see. My main thing was to see if it was funny, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I think the structure thing could come. That's that, that comes and go. I think I think Hollywood. This is my opinion. Hollywood got a, got a bunch of guys who can structurally put screenplays together. Yeah, yeah. But they they don't have the funny the essence of the funny. The essence of the funny. That doesn't mean it's a good movie script. just because it's structurally sound. Exactly, right. and that's what, that's my that's my that's what I, I think. So many people got to don't get intimidated by the structure. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, what I'm saying if you could tell a good story and it's funny. They, that's what they're looking for, man. Well, that's what, uh, that's what Kristen Wiig, like she, they, they wrote Bridesmaids um, after they, they read a book on screenwriting, and their funny came out. And I'm sure, I'm sure they probably helped punch it up and right, because yeah, like Apatow kind of guided Seth Rogen and right. her super bad right. and stuff like but that. But if if you have the funny idea, if you're a funny person, right, you yeah. know how I mean, Cube and and them and Friday Singleton going to Cube and saying, man, you know how to write a movie because you write stories with your rhymes. So it's all, if you have the gift of, of storytelling yeah. already, it's just, it's just structure. And, and I mean, the same thing with stand-up. They're guys that, that have you seen out there that aren't brilliant stand-ups, but they, they're out for so long and you get used to seeing them and they learn the mechanics. Mm-hmm. Of of being uh being a a, a stand-up, serviceable right. stand up right versus guys that are just naturally, naturally funny. funny like Tracy like Tracy yeah. and, Tracy and, don't have structure Tracy right. is just a funny just a funny dude, dude. Tracy because be I, funny no matter where he is he just that's just how he is because I remember in like film school them showing us certain movies mm-hmm. and I was like not, not, not comedies but right I was like man this movie's I was like I even asked the guys like, why do you think this is a good movie like I said <laughs> to, and you know what he said he said well. It's really, it's really well done well, as far as three act structure. Right. And I, but I said to him, I said, but we could find good movies with good structure. I said, this is horrible. <laughs> I said it was, and you know what the movie was? I think it yeah, was. I was going to ask you. It was, um, and again, you know, maybe I was just in a bad 
mood or I didn't like the whatever, but it was a Road Warrior with Mel Gibson. Oh, oh yeah. I yeah, thought yeah. that was I thought it was awful. You know, yeah. I really did. You I know just what? thought I still, it was terrible. I, but I still love the movie. Like Really? It, it, well, I, that I that was my that era was, of yeah. that, that was one of the first videotapes that we had, son. And so that's why. Right. Yeah, Mark has to yeah. wrap up. I gotta go. So, you know, no, we can fin- we can continue this. We'll continue another, another time I like, I with like the, the Road show. Warrior. And I'll be back. Um, I don't know. Maybe Road Warrior is good. I don't know. I fell asleep in four minutes. But I know there's a better one with better Just structure out there. Just walk away. Just want to say that. We <laughs> yeah. could have got Borat. You know, yeah, Borat, Borat was Borat's three-act structure funny. and funny. Funny movie. Three, they hey, don't so show. They check don't me show. out once again, y'all, on Twitter. That's at Mark Theo. And on Instagram, Mark Theo Ball. Man, my name is Mark Theo Ball. And you're Thank touring y'all. with Tracy And I'm touring well. right now also with Tracy Morgan. So look up so Tracy check Morgan's. Check me out. Tracy Morgan tour with Live good. Nation tour. We all over the place. Yeah. So we're having a great time. Uh, Joe, where can they find you? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Joseph Vesey. And... Um, you know, that's pretty and much it. And you're still fronting on the Instagram. Still, you, I, I have uploaded three pictures there on we Instagram. Go. We, that's oh, right. Three pictures. Yo, three hit pictures. me up. Three photos. <laughs> Y'all can find me uh, at I am Dean Edwards on Twitter, Instagram, man. This is the Father Muckin' uh, Protocol. This is the Father Muckin' Protocol. Rate, rate, review. Um, make sure you rate, review, subscribe. Um, we're, we're out here, baby. Uh, two fingers, Big Mike in the building. Thumbs up is a good show, man. Mark, as always, man, thanks. Uh, we're going to go talk to his wife, and I- I'm going to let her know it was my fault. All right. All right. Two fingers. Deuces. Deuces. <laughs>